Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Joke Sick. <laughs> um, I just got home from the methadone clinic and oh, I'm really happy. Um, I've, I, uh, oh gosh, I have to drink a lot of water because I'm going to get my MRI this morning and so I can drink water up until 10 o'clock because my appointment's at 2. So, anyways, um, I'm, I was supposed to drink water yesterday. I mean, I always drink water, but, um, it would have been better to get the MRI when I was fasting, but anyways, uh, because they're going to try to find a vein today so they can do contrast oh god please (laughs) I don't know where I don't see anything um so we'll see what happens but anyways yeah so I went to the clinic um looking for Bino because I had a bible for him and didn't see him and I ran into a guy that I've seen for months gosh like I don't even know it's been I don't know when I started going there um but I would say at least six months and the guy never talked to me and even when I'd see him on the bus sometimes I would say hi and he would just give me a dirty look and I don't know if he intended to or if he just I don't know like, he never made any effort to talk to me. I would try to say hi, and he just totally just just looked at me and then turned around and walked away. Or I'd offer, like, if I was handing stuff out, I'd be like, hey, would you like one? He'd be like, no. <laughs> so I was like, wow. But that's fine. So um, today he was by himself, and I said hi, and... And we had a conversation, and it was really awesome. He goes, he goes, well, I always knew that you were pretty cool, but I just never really, you know, talked to you. I'm like, yeah, I know. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was awesome. We had a good conversation. I gave him a couple of things and uh, a cup of noodle and can't remember but um maybe it was just a cup of noodle I don't know um and uh and I invited him to church and he said he wants to come so I'm really excited and uh, so next week I'm gonna be at the clinic um to go see if Bino and this guy and whoever else wants to go and then I ran into Jerry another guy that I've been um every now and then I'll text him and just say hey how are you doing praying for you and um if you because he said he knows he needs to go to a program and um or that he wants to one day but you know I mean they have to want it and you know, I just try to encourage him. You know, I gave him the intake guy's number if he ever was interested in asking questions. And no pressure. But, um, 
I think it's important that people just know that somebody cares about them and, you know, if they ever want to go, then, you know, they've got somebody that, that, uh, supports them. And so, um, and then I saw, uh, my friend Cedro and gave him a bunch of food. <laughs> he was really happy. Um, he's on the street and, um, and I saw a girl that that I used to know from Skid Row, and um, I was able to give her some of my old shoes. Well, Converse. They were pretty, like, good shape. And um, uh, and another pair of Skechers that I, I think I only wore twice. But I'm just cleaning out my closet because if I haven't worn it in the last year I'm getting rid of it because I just have too much junk I mean stuff just taking up space I don't need that all that stuff you know if I can give it away then somebody else can use it that's good so I gave away a bunch of food and yeah it was nice um plus because some of it was gonna expire so um, no use going to waste. So, yeah. And then, um, I kept asking for Bino and then, uh, I was about to leave and then I saw him. And so I was able to give him the Bible that I got him and, um, yeah. And we were able to talk for a while and he was asking me questions and I'm just so happy that he's just such a nice guy. He really is. And, he, he said he wanted to go to church again Sunday if he could get a shower somewhere. And um, so I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But he knows where I sit. And I always sit in the same spot because I sit in the back because the music's really loud. And I don't like to be near the speakers. It's too much. <laughs> but anyways, um, if not, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm going to do every other week go to adopt a block and then go to the methadone clinic so I can see my people at the clinic um every other week at least and um yeah so that was a great morning well I've been up early well no I'm not that early I got up at six but and then um I I I cut I made rice and greens. I made a whole bunch of greens. Well, I've never... I I got some dandelion. um, And I I haven't tried... I've eaten them raw, but I never tried cooking them. But I I cooked those in kale and collard greens. And and then uh, some apple sausage... And I put, I'm going to put it all, not yet, but I'm going to put it all in a crock pot. And, um, I've made it before and it's really yummy. But, um, anyways, uh, Junior, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. I've gotten to the place where I'm like, either you want this or you don't. Because it's just, it's... I don't have time for 
the drama. I really don't. I just, um, I already believe, and I know, um, what God has told me. So, but the choice is his, you know, if he wants it or not, you know, he's said enough times (laughs) that he, he wishes we never ran into each other that day because ever since then all hell has broke loose in his life but you know at the same time he wants to be with me so it's like either you get over it and just you can't change the past you can't go back and go oh well I wish that didn't happen well it already did so get over it it's already happened so it's time to move on you know and um accept it and deal with it so yeah so I'm getting to where because we're not supposed to be texting and he got a new phone and he texted me and he said that uh I could just tell. I See, this is why I, I can email, but I don't like to text because then I get in my flesh and I have no filter and I just, <laughs> I we just are going back and forth and it, we may as well talk, you know? And he was like, well, things are just um, your way or he's like, oh, so, uh, oh, because I said, oh, too bad. I wish you would we could I miss going to church with you I didn't say he gonna go to church but I know him he's feeling sorry for himself so he's not gonna go and uh, because if he can't sit with me he's not gonna go and um you know that would be too humbling I guess maybe I don't know but um yeah I mean I don't know. I don't know. But so, uh, cause if I really wanted to go, I would go. I don't care. I'm not going for anybody else but me and God. But anyway, so he says something like, so how, how long before I can go to church? And I'm like, you can go to church whenever you want. It's your church too. And, but he was like, um, well, everything, I can't remember. Basically saying like, oh, well, you're making all the rules or whatever. And um, yeah, there's certain boundaries that I'm making. But um, yeah, he's like, I don't like this. Wait, I still have the text. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um. He said that he sits at home and studies until until I'm ready for me. I mean, for that. Okay, wait. Yeah, I sit at home and study until you're ready for me. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay because Jesus loves me. As for us, you run everything. I'm just here. I'm like, oh, so you can tell the pity party thing going on right there. And um, I'm like, what are you studying? I, you know, um, I didn't say not to go to church, but 
um, he said, yeah, I'm okay. You enjoy yourself, Lori. I, I love you, but I'm not liking this relationship. You go on and I'll leave you alone for good. I promise. What is that about? You know, it's just woe is me. And so I'm like, the way I look at this is he's not happy. So instead of just doing what he can to move forward and better himself, he's sitting in this like, you know, wallowing what was me space and uh, he's not liking the relationship. And then he says, I'll leave you alone for good, I promise. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, dude, if that's what you want, then okay. Then, uh, yeah, okay, that's fine then. Because it's manipulating, manipulation, just playing games, you know? I know he doesn't want me to to leave or he doesn't want to leave. It's just he wants his way is what he wants. So he's, you know, trying to manipulate, telling me like, oh, I'll leave you alone for good so I can say like, oh, no, I don't want you to leave, you know, and I'm not going to do that. So anyways, um, yeah. I said, the only way I'll know if you're doing anything to grow in the Lord is if you share what you're doing and what you've learned. And that's what I need to see. Excuse me. I want you to share your heart with me, Junior. What is God doing in your life? Is he speaking to you? Are you learning from watching videos or sermons or reading the Bible? Anything, you know? And then I'm like, okay, leave me alone for good. That's your choice. And it shows me that you're still not ready. I'll stop texting and emailing. Because I'm just like, dude, come on. Stop being a baby. But um, he goes, yeah, okay, Lori, you know everything. Okay, I know you will uh, take care. You're an awesome woman. I'm just not that guy. (laughs) Um, oh, and I said, so you're just going to go back to your familiar life you seem most comfortable with. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and watch the videos I sent you and be that man. You have no excuse. You can do all things through Christ. I got to run. Love you. And then he said, I'm not on heroin, so things are changing for me. And, you know, I'm hurt of from you. I, I don't know. Off you. But I am not running to joke. Why am I feeling sorry? Who are you to always tell me what I have? I'm okay, as I said, and will be. Good night. And then, right after that, he says, I ache inside because of you. I miss you, but you got your rules. I'm okay. And I said, the reason you're aching is also because you're without heroin and you have to deal with you. That's, that's who God wants you to deal with. You need to get over yourself. 
you should ache for God. And yeah, I can tell you're feeling sorry for yourself by what you say. You have a serious victim mentality and you need to ask God about it and why and how you can get over it. I can spot the victim mentality from a mile away. Stop playing the victim and be a victor. You are victorious in Christ. Walk like it. And he says, you know, Lori, whatever I say, there's something wrong with me. Okay, thank you. Oh, Lord. And I said, God has given us everything we need to walk in victory and righteousness. No excuses. There's something wrong with all of us. That's why we need Jesus. And that's why we have to ask him to show us what it is. And we have to ask him to break us. Ask God to break you. And then he says, please leave me alone, okay? Stop telling me what to do. Don't call anything. I don't know what that means, but... I said, feeling sorry for yourself is not going to do anything. Uh, You have a classic spirit. Oh, I said, have you watched the videos I sent you? You have a classic spirit of rejection. It's so obvious. You need to kick that spirit out in Jesus' name. You're the only one who can do it with God's help, of course. But you need to decide that you don't want it anymore. And then he says, I got Jesus. Goodbye, Lori. And so I said, okay, goodbye. If you don't want help, no one can help you. You seem to be more content with being miserable. I pray one day you'll truly get sick of it. I'll always love you. So, yeah. um, I'm just... I don't know what he's going to do. But it's gotten to a place. I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what? If you just want to feel sorry for yourself... If you want to just basically become an old man, well, he's already up there. He's 57, you know, and just 10 years later from now, he's going to look back and go, wow, I could have, I should have, you know, I could have this, I could have, you know, but instead I decided to just feel sorry for myself and do nothing. And that's an awful place to be, you know, but so basically I gave him an ultimatum. I was praying at church and I'm just like, Lord, I can't, I I don't, I don't, yeah, I can't do this anymore. But so I, I asked him to pray and ask God to, to speak to him. Um, I said, I know when you read or hear stuff you don't like, you usually trash it, throw it away, delete it instead of dealing with it. If you want to throw away every text, email, letter, etc. I send you that you don't like, I'll just assume you're throwing away my feelings and our relationship because you're definitely not trying to work on it. Junior, I've heard you say more than a few times you wish you had never ran into me if you had known all the crap that you'd have to go through since that day. (laughs) Poor guy. That's exactly the reason why God didn't tell you. um, Oh, that's the reason why God didn't let you know what you'd have to go through after we met or else you would have never started this journey with me the the guy the preacher last night he was just saying he was 
talking about a lot of stuff, but he meant, he said that, you know, uh, the reason why God doesn't tell you what you're going to have to go through before you go through it is because he knows that you'd never go through it. (laughs) You'd say no. So yeah, um, that really spoke to me, but I said, our meeting was not about us and about our dream. This was about God's dream for us. He has plans for us. All I want to do is fulfill God's plan and purpose for us because his plans are always the best. I don't know what you thought we were, you were getting into once we started hanging out, but obviously this is not what you expected nor wanted. So now you're in a position where you've learned enough about the real God of the Bible to know that you can't go back to your old life of dealing, stealing, using drugs, and be happy. You've also seen enough of a possible future life that you could very well have if you will die to yourself and do what you need to do and follow God. But at this moment, you're at the point where you're wishing we never ran into each other, but you can't change the past. So instead of moving forward, you've decided to wallow in the mud, feel sorry for yourself, wishing we'd never met and stay stuck and miserable. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It's either God's way or no way. This is why I like emailing better. When we text, it's almost like we're talking and I can quote unquote hear you whining. (laughs) I'm kind of harsh, but I'm sorry, but it's so unattractive to see a grown man continue to whine about his life when he is the only one who has the power to change it. You keep saying you're a 57 year old man, then start acting like one instead of a child. But yeah, when we text back and forth, I get flustered and end up responding to you in my flesh without any filter. I took psychology in high school and, uh, and when we can't stand something about a person, a lot of times it's because we see something in ourselves that we hate that the person does. And it's like looking in a mirror. Junior, I believe that God has put fill in the blank Uh, well not fill in the blank for certain person in your life for a reason you may not have been as bad as that person but if I were you I'd seriously ask the Lord why he he bugged you so much and uh, when he did certain things like whine and complain and it's everybody else's fault but mine Um, if You truly wish we'd never ran into each other that day. We can break up for good and you can pretend we never had. If that's what you really wish, I can walk out of your life and we can never talk again. I don't think that's what you really want deep inside, but I can't really tell what you want by the way you act sometimes. If you really want us to be together, then what are you going to do about it? You have an amazing heart and you have love to give, but you're so self-centered and it's all about you. Poor Junior can't talk to Lori. Poor Junior, he's all alone. Poor Junior doesn't have any real friends. Poor Junior, poor Junior. Lots of other people are going through stuff that's a lot worse than you and you probably don't hear them whining and complaining about it because complaining doesn't achieve anything productive nor does it help at all. It just keeps you stuck. 
I think his friend annoyed you so much in because in many ways you're very much alike he was always complaining about this guy you have to ma- and it's funny because when he would complain about him I'm like wow that sounds familiar <laughs> but um we have to make up you have to make up your mind either you're all the way in or all the way out I am more than willing to work with you but only when you get over that victim mentality you need to really search your heart and ask God to search your heart too Ask yourself if you really want to follow Jesus. And as far as you and I go, ask yourself if you really want to be with me or not. Because the only way we can ever be together is if you follow Jesus 100%. We don't come separately. (laughs) Just don't keep me hanging. If you don't want to be with me, do me a favor and tell me now so I can move on with my life. I truly love you and want to spend the rest of my life with you one day, but not like this. I believe we're supposed to be together, but maybe it's in the far future instead of the near future. I know that people with a spirit of rejection push everyone away to the point where nobody wants to even be around anymore. So the person can say, see, I knew I was right. I knew they'd leave me. I knew they didn't like me. Well, I'm not leaving you, but I'm asking you to make a decision. Make up your mind. Either you're going to fight for me and us, or please let me go. I'll love you forever. So, that's it. Um, And I'm good. I'm good with it. You know, if if he writes me and says, Okay, I don't want this. I decide I don't want this. I'm going to let him know. Like, okay you're sure about this because he wavers back and forth double-minded back and forth back and forth I'm gonna tell him okay because I'm done it's like okay this is your decision because if this is your decision I'm gonna block you and you'll never have to hear from me again and like you better make damn sure this is what you want excuse me I don't, I don't know if damn's a cuss word, but anyways, uh, you better make darn sure (laughs) that this is what you want because I don't want to hear from you in a couple days going, you know, whatever. I don't know. Um, I'm done with this wavering, going back and forth, back and forth, you know? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Either I'm going to say that or just do that. I mean, without saying anything, you know? I don't know. We'll just see what happens. I'm just praying that God will do something and he'll make up his mind. You know, whether it's now I understand more than ever why Jesus said, uh, either be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth because seriously, like make up your mind, either be all in or all out, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. So you know, and I love him. I seriously am, I love him. 
and I'm willing to to go the extra mile. I'm willing to do whatever, you know, it takes to to work with him, but you can't work with somebody when they're just Mr. Victim or you know, when they have that mentality just, you know, oh, poor me. Like, no. You know, because they don't do anything. So, yeah. That's where I'm at today. And I'm good. <laughs> um my my happiness and joy and my just life in general I mean my mostly my joy it does not depend on circumstances and it doesn't depend on junior it just depends on my relationship with God and and just my life is good you know and and I would love to have Junior in my life for the rest of my life. I mean, I do believe that we're supposed to be together. But you know what? If God takes him away, or if, well, he takes himself away, <laughs> or if, if that wasn't God's plan, definitely, if it wasn't God's plan, I don't want it. You know, but... uh but I still, I believe it is, but, um, but if it's not for now, that's fine, I'm good, I, I really, it's not that I don't care, but all I really care about, the most important thing in the world to me, is pleasing God, and walking in His will and purpose, so whatever that is, whether I don't like it, or love it, or, you know, whatever it is, I just want to be obedient, and I want to serve him the best that I can with my whole heart, and, uh, and if Junior's not going to be a part of it, that's fine, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, I mean, (laughs) yeah, so, and I'm happy either way, if he is or isn't, of course, you know, I'll be sad, but I've come to the point where, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm good. Either way, whatever happens. If he wrote, yeah, and said, okay, it's over, then, okay, it's over. I just, I have to guard my heart. And so I'm not going to keep going, you know, back and forth, back and forth. So... Of course I'll be sad, but, you know, my life, my happiness does not depend on whether or not I'm with Junior, you know, um, I'm just grateful, and that's another thing, he says he's grateful and he's so thankful, like, then act like it, if you're thankful, then Act, behave like you are. If I mean to say I'm grateful for God, what He's done in my life, then then I'm gonna do what He wants me to do. I'm not gonna just waver back and forth. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't mean to sound so critical, or I don't know. You know. 
I understand he's wounded. Different people and personalities think differently. Um, And I have to remember that even though he got saved, jeez, almost 40 years ago. Well, maybe not that long. I don't know. At least 30, 35. Um, He never was uh, trained up, I guess. He never... Uh, grew up under a good leader or authority, uh, Christian leadership, or I mean, he got saved in prison, you know, so he didn't have any guidance as to what, how to be, uh, how to walk the the Christian life. I mean, so you know, um, I have to have some grace there and. And then I think sometimes it's harder when you're, uh, when you get saved and you're not discipled. So you're doing things the way you think they should be done and walking, however, leaning on your own understanding and just, um, and you get to where you, you think that's okay and then it's it's just part of you and then when reality hits or when real christianity or re- i don't know how to say it when when you meet people that really are following jesus and have been discipled and know the Bible and how to live a Christian life, then your whole world gets turned upside down. It's almost better if you you didn't get saved and just had no knowledge of anything so that so you have a clean slate and then and then you get saved and then somebody pours into you and and teaches you how to walk the christian life so you can learn and the right way instead of learning the wrong way and then having to go back and and relearn things or unlearn certain things so so yeah, that's where he's at right now. I mean, he's just got a lot of like false doctrine and I mean, not a lot, but um you know, I think he had the the God is love without any judgment or consequences <laughs> or or uh any holiness and um yeah righteousness and you know like oh I can do everything any whatever I want and it's okay but deep in his spirit he he knew he's known you you know it's not right because yeah that's in all of us we know when we're not doing right but um yeah so I don't know I'm just putting him in God's hands again um and Today I have to go uh, 
get my MRIs, plural, and praying that, oh God, please let them find a vein. Oh, and I can't drink any water after this. Well, now. So, hopefully they'll be able to find something. I'm going to be looking uh, um, until I go. I'm going to look at my... I don't see anything on my arms, and I don't think they do legs. I see one on my leg, but I don't know. They start an IV on the... um, It's right on my shin bone, though. But I know when I had cancer, they did that one uh, at least once. But I don't know. Um... And then Vina was saying, oh yeah, there's one in the armpit and it doesn't really hurt that bad. And they use that in county uh, before when I had uh, to have an IV. The uh, doctor at the time, he was like, oh, he goes, I know where to go. He goes, most junkies don't know that there's a good one in the armpit. Um, so he started IV under my armpit. So I had to have my arm up in the air the whole time I was in the hospital. <laughs> that sucked. But anyways, oh, Junior, Junior, Junior. I pray he gets it. Or, I mean, it's not even getting it. It's just letting go and surrendering and going okay god whatever you want i'll do it i'm willing i'll do it you know and stop manipulating stop trying to just like i'll do this as long as and if i i don't get it my way then i'm not gonna do it that's just like just like a child it's just annoying But anyways, uh, okay, well, I am going to get going. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day, night, afternoon.